Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show was made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash twotownsover. If you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod. If you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Gluck, gluck on these nuts, bitch. Thing at night, and it's just a tiny little. <laughs> it's a ti- like if this is the whole sea, the island is maybe the size of this speck here, and like we we get there, and it's just. We're doing a quest, and we're trying to do every clue or whatever. And, by the way, I found out that if you literally go to the starting point and follow the literal route that they take, Uh you will inevitably get all of the shit. Really? Yes. Because I did it twice last night by myself with almost no difficulty. Now, it's hard to do in certain areas, obviously, but, like, shores of plenty, it's fucking easy as hell. Okay. It's boring. It's boring. But it's easy. Well, but sometimes <clears throat> the key is like on an island, so we have to go to the islands. It's it's I found it's like literally if you follow the line, the first p- birds you see, you'll hit if you hit them. It's there's always a clue there yeah. every time. And then if you just like try to hit, go back towards the line that's on the map that you get. It, it you almost directly run into the birds because if it's almost like if you look at the route they're supposed to take and you assume they're idiots, you hit the first birds and then you try to get back on course and then you see the next birds and then you try to get back on course. That is what they did. Okay. So you have to kind of follow their actual trail. So it's like if you imagine that they only tried to sail in a straight line, um, it worked out more consistently. But – we come upon this fucking out the sea post at night. Yeah. And I jump off the boat and I have never, ever, ever seen a visual glitch like this happen in the game. Me either. And this happens. And this is the person that's on the clue. So we have to talk to this person <laughs> to get the clue. And it it's literally like if the silver surfer had like a rack, like some titties. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, it's literally, it is a bald man with boobs. The model of it is literally like two models, like 3D fucking skeleton thingies. Yep. It's fucking wild to look at, you guys. <laughs> Just search it. It's crazy. Yeah, BT Dubs, speaking of video games, I've reached They're my that, fucking idol. I've reached that tipping point in Valhalla uh-huh. where I'm just ready to be done. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm tired of trying to find all the little secrets and everything. Fuck em. I'm just ready to finish the story. Yep, that and is play the that new. is the Ubisoft formula. Yeah. You can fucking pour yourself into every stupid little icon on that overcluttered map for about sixty hours of playtime. I usually get the hyper focus of it. <laughs> so I get about a hundred, but it is still the same. Yep. Oh, I played Valhalla for a hundred hours. Yeah. I've already over a hundred. It was 110 when I finally actually finished the story. I I'm think. at like 95 in Assassin's Creed. Origins. No, 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 no. no. Um, Odyssey. 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 That's the one. And 
the only reason that I will finish that game 100% is because we have been playing Sea of Thieves so much recently. Yeah. Because I got to take a break before I got tired of it. Yeah. But like, it's a situation that there's, there's fucking like treasure and stuff. I can't figure out how to get to it. God, like, I doors that, that are shit. fucking blocked and I can't yeah. see another way in or how to unblock the door. And I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing it. Uh-huh. I hate that shit. Dude. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to finish the storyline and be done. That's why I like Sea of Thieves is because even though some of the puzzles are definitely confusing and sometimes just obtuse, they're a little obtuse sometimes, but they become easier when you assume that it is not as difficult as you think it is. Yeah. If you assume that the clues are supposed to be for the 12-year-old who hops on after school to be able to solve you can usually get a good lead by doing something dumb. Yeah. Um, it's the parts that I think are ridiculous in Sea of Thieves are when, uh, like, you show me a picture of one beach yeah. on one particular island, and you're like, go dig there. There are literally 70-some-odd islands, and I have not been to 30 of them. Right. <laughs> and I don't recognize half the ones I go to now Yeah, by sight. You know what I mean? Wild, but uh, so, anyways, so welcome everybody to shit Don found interesting again this week. Yay! Uh, and again, I'm gonna get you guys. I'm gonna give you guys the choice. But before <gasps> I choose s- your own adventure, Ruben, it went so poorly the last time. <laughs> but before I say your options, okay, okay I okay, have okay. to steal a line from Dungeons and Daddies. Okay, do it. This is not. A BDSM podcast. I disagree. Your choices are hypnosis porn or chainsaws. Chainsaws, chainsaws definitely first, chainsaws for sure. <laughs> but like, what do you mean? You didn't give us a choice. <laughs> so, what I listener really week. ask yourself? What would you have chosen? Uh huh. <laughs> What do you want to end the day off at? Like, (laughs) we're at the end of our session. So imagine this is the thing you get to choose to end off on. Of course it's hypnosis. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Get out of here. So, uh, and I'm even more excited to hear about the chainsaws, but I want to end it on hypnosis porn. Yeah. So this just plays perfect. Well, and then we're going to stream. Yeah. This is going to be what a, a good day. day. What a day, buddy. It's been a while, man. Shit. What I discovered this week was the We got to get into some mischief tonight. For real, for <laughs> all real. All right, all right, all right. We'll do we'll do some mischief. Uh what I discovered this week was the origin of the chainsaw. And oh, it's really? Not what you would think. Interesting, because from my understanding, what I've been led to believe about the origin of chainsaws is that a man who wears other men's faces used it as a weapon no that's, and that's where the chainsaw thought, came from i thought it was this guy who was fighting a horde of demons and he magically grafted oh yeah put it on the first hand. chainsaw onto the his first wrist ever chainsaw yeah yeah, yeah yeah i actually really thought that chainsaws were way older than we think initially aren't they literally yeah. like a chain around a thing that mm-hmm. you turn yeah yep mm-hmm. yep uh but actually the first chainsaw pretty sure was uh a guy who was uh slaying demons that's yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's that guy that guy with the wrist one yeah no, no 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 the other the other one who was slaying demons with a chainsaw oh you mean the inferno el infern el infernante dante's one no no i'm doing doom Oh, 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 right, right, right. Yeah. The Slayer. 
the Doom the Slayer. Slayer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when I read the very first half of the first sentence, it's going to make you cringe. Uh-oh. I was expecting this. Although childbirth remains a difficult, often stressful experience. Oh, no! For mothers, the advent of opioid medications for labor pain relief, such as morphine, fentanyl, nalbufine, and uh, butorphanol, and the use of appropriate sanitation methods has made childbirth far safer for mothers than was possible during previous periods in history. I am intrigued, <laughs> but not yet horrified. Um, I will be. I will be. So, for example, in the 1500s, the first record already horrified. The first record of a successful cesarean section was ordered or record, successful is better in Switzerland by a professional cow castrator. Fuck what? <laughs> you know what? The past is wild. The past is way more wild than you ever ever think ever. It's like like people will look back on us and be like, "Boy, that was crazy." Right? But like. It'll take hundreds of years, yeah. and we're, and like, wow, that's the craziest shit you may have ever said on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And for the record, I forgot to say, this comes from Pharmacy Times. Is this the real yes. one? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, so. I feel like some part of me did know that chainsaws were involved in childbirth at well. a certain point. So yeah, surgery. I would. I get it. Sure. Yeah, it was recorded in Switzerland by a professional cow castrator who had conducted the surgery on his wife. However, since he wrote about the experience supposedly eighty-two years after the fact, uh, historians today continue to dispute whether his account is actually reliable. This lingering doubt is because I believe him, and I'll tell you why. Because I knew I know an interesting story about a woman who lived in uh, somewhere. In relatively modern times, that was, she was just like, um, uh, like in a uh, tribal, like a still tribal village in the mountains somewhere, or very, very rural. Basically, she was poor. Uh huh. Um, and she literally had to cut her own baby out of her belly and sew herself up, and she lived. Mm. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. Uh, it the was human spirit. It's fucking wild. Like people, listen. Don't fuck with them. They'll they'll live and come back to kill you. Yep. So so this lingering doubt is because not only did both the mother and child survive the surgery he conducted. Humans but, are metal as fuck, by the way. Yeah, we but are. The man explained that the baby went on to live seventy seven more years. Now, this places both the child and the man at a very ripe old age during a time when many did not live past 40 years of age. In the United States, the first recorded, the first record of a C-section was published in 1830 in the Western Journal of Medical and Physical Sciences. I I feel like, uh, 1500s though, I feel like that's still a little bit misleading. Like, maybe the average life expectancy was 40 something. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we've it's, discussed that before. That yeah. we have. It's because infant of mortality. infant mortality rate that reduces life expectancy so much. Once you make it past a certain threshold, you're probably going to be seventy five. Yeah. <clears throat> so, in or the, at least you'll hit. You know, in the fifteen hundreds, I'll, I'll give you like sixty. I'd believe right, would yeah. be like old, old. Mm-hmm. So, in that article, Doctor John L. Richmond described describes how after many hours of the expectant mother being in labor, 
He could see she was close to death, requiring that he make a decision quickly to save the woman's life. But like a medical experiment. Yeah. Just the fact that human hair doesn't go gray until you're about in your 60s or later. Yeah. And every culture has word for people with gray hair. Well, stress can gray your hair earlier, too. <laughs> and surviving back then was very stressful. So Sure. However, I would like to point out that I do have black family and their hair stayed not gray way longer than most of the white family. So like stress level wise, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like, yep. I'm good. Yep. That's good. My grandmother didn't go gray until she was like late sixties, early seventies. It was wild. My dad went white relatively recently. So like late fifties, uh, mid fifties, I guess. But like, um, most every other everybody else over there was gray m at minimum in their 50s. Richmond wrote in the article, after doing all in my power for her preservation and feeling myself entirely in the dark as to her situation and finding that whatever was done must be done soon and feeling a deep and solemn sense of my responsibility with only a case of common pocket instruments after one o'clock, I commenced the cesarean section. He explained further that the woman's home, where he was conducting the operation, had been constructed with logs less than a week before, with no floor or chimney yet in place. Damn. This meant that there were gaping holes throughout the home, which was additionally a problem since the night was both stormy and windy, Jesus. making it very difficult for candles to stay lit, and thus also difficult for him to see anything he was doing. Under these circumstances... I'm going to attribute, if, if, this, if this is real... And again, this is like a story from the 1500s. No, this is 1800s. A 1800s? Yeah. yeah, 1800s. Yeah, we have good records. This is the for first 1800s. one in America. Oh, the first one in America. Yeah. This guy. This is not the far. The farmer yeah, not guy. the cow castrator. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, this one. I I guess yeah. Never mind then. Cow castrator sounds like something that should be hanging at a Cracker Barrel. Uh, You're it's, right. It's actually nah. <laughs> it's it's really just a knife. I know. <laughs> yeah. So or if you're kind of. If you are soft and you want to do torture, it's a rubber band. Yeah. yeah. So Richmond wrote, under these circumstances, it is hard to conceive of the state of my feelings, which I was when I was convinced that the patient must die or, or the operation be performed. Using a crooked pair of scissors and his finger, he conducted the C-section. As he proceeded with the process and attempted to remove the baby from the mother, he found that he had additional trouble since this child was quote, uncommonly large, and the mother was very fat, and having no assistance, I found this part of my operation more difficult than I had anticipated. He then made the decision that, quote, a childless mother was better than a motherless child, and went about determining what he should do to save the mother's life in this effort, he found he was successful. In short, at this time in history, C-sections were incredibly dangerous, often resulting in the death of either either or both the mother and child in the process. For this reason, C-sections were more generally a last resort following the exhaustion of all other options. God, now it's sometimes which might, a preference. Yeah. Which, which might contribute to why it was so dangerous. Yeah. Because if you think about it, childbirth is fucking hard. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not easy at it's all. It's still not easy. Oh, yeah, Even no. with all of medical science. People still die from it today. And, like... <clears throat> but the point is, is that... If, like, back when you didn't have modern medical technology, well, when you when your modern medical technology was not at the level that it is today. It was a hand crank chainsaw, apparently. 
Yeah. Um, you had to try everything else that you knew was more successful. And if that didn't work, then you go to your last option because you know somebody's probably going to die. Right. Which just means you're more tired as the mother and the child that's being born and thus have less energy to survive traumatic wounds. Mm -hmm. So far more common during this period in history was the surgical procedure of the symphysiotomy. During this procedure, the pubic symphysis which is a joint above the vulva covered and connected by cartilage and reinforced by ligaments and tendons is severed to widen the pelvis and make childbirth process a bit more likely to occur. Yet, like all procedures of this era, it remained very risky to conduct because it required both speed and accuracy. Don just laughed in the middle of a sentence there because both Reuben and I physically shuddered. <laughs> <sighs> This was possible to accomplish by hand with varying degrees of success. In comes the chainsaw. Finally, in, we get there. In the late 18th century, two Hooray. Scottish doctors, John Aitken and James Jaff- Jaffray, developed a prototype oh, of the chainsaw. Familiar today in the timber industry for symphysiotomy and the excision of d- diseased bones. The dis- so, I would like to say... That if you had not started off with the first C-section that was supposedly successful, yeah, I would have assumed that it was bones. Yeah. Because bone saws are a thing. Yes. And I would imagine that trees, you wouldn't necessarily think, we need to cut this down faster. Like, to the point where you would develop new technology. You would just get better at cutting down trees. Yeah. I feel like with bones, you would necessarily think... Well, if I can do it faster, people will survive more often because the shock is a lot of the times is what and the blood loss is what yeah. kills you. So if you can get through it faster and you cauterize it, probably, yeah, or tie it off or whatever you would do back then, like it would increase survival rates, which is the goal. So that's what I would have assumed. I this is way worse. Yeah. And it doesn't say in this article, but one of the articles that I read said that the symphysiotomies were uh, done without anesthesia. No, well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, there was there was no really. Yeah. You would you could get hammered. Laudanum, you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> so with the invention, I don't of the, even know if that's real. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, so does laudanum? It, yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I know it from fantasy novels, so it's a toss up. So the design of the <laughs> chainsaw was based on a watch chain with teeth that moved through the use of a hand crank. Now, this meant that although the mother may not have looked down to see her doctor holding a version of the chainsaw we know today, she would instead see the doctor furiously cranking a chainsaw against her vulva. Jesus, fuck. (laughs) With the invention of the chainsaw, obstetricians and gynecologists working in the field at the time were bowled over by how much better chainsaws were for conducting symphysiotomies than the previous methods they were relying on. Do you know what? It sounds scary, and it is. (laughs) Yeah. Intensely. This is this is payback for all the fucking stories that we've read about men having their dicks stapled and That's ripped fucking off. Fair, yeah. But also, it's about I, time. I like this one because it increases in survivability. Yeah, it's true. Instead yeah. of the other way around. Yeah, like that's what I want to kind of focus on right now, just for my sake. Is <laughs> like, yeah, it chainsaw. We have a very specific image of a fucking revving engine with smoke pouring out of it and demons Aww. being killed or whatever. <laughs> but like Or teenagers. Or teenagers. Yeah. You know, I said that. I said that. <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, you're born as a little cherub. You become a demon, and then you grow up, and you choose which one you want to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I just would like to focus on the fact that, like, yeah, it makes sense to me that an object that you can hold steadily and aim correctly and cut quickly, like with the bone example, it's going to increase survivability because you can close that up faster. So in light of its success, the chainsaw was eventually mechanized in later 19th century to increase its ease of use by OBGYNs on expectant mothers. However, shortly after this, the chainsaw was superseded by the Geely Twisted Wire Saw. Nope. Don't want to know about it. Which was much more commonly used to cut bone. This led to the mechanized chainsaw eventually getting adopted by the timber industry in 1905, (laughs) allowing the instrument to be applied to trees rather than its original use on women. I would like to say that Twisted Wire Chainsaw sounds way worse than it is. It's also the name of Ghost Stroke's fifth <laughs> studio album. You are correct, sir. And I'm glad that you recognize their greatness. Um, Didn't Mayhem it, it, have a song called like Ch- Chainsaw Gutfuck or something like that? No, I think that's a different band. That was that no, other that band. No, that was Mayhem. Oh, was, Mayhem. It, was Mayhem? it Mayhem? Yeah. Well, oh, anyway, tw- Twisted Wire Chainsaw sounds really bad. It's yeah. just, It's just... A wire rope so that it's not smooth. Uh-huh. And it cuts better than a watch chain. That's it. It's just another step up. It's probably even less bad. This podcast is powered by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Or looking for the best home for your podcast? Check out all the amazing features that Podbean offers with unlimited bandwidth and storage for an affordable price. That's right, unlimited. Visit www.podbean.com unlimited to check it out today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot unlimited. So hypnosis porn, huh? Yeah, but yeah before, please. We, before we get started on that, I have some things I have to say to you. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You two are dumb Bimbo sluts. You're goddamn right. Oh, are right. we doing bimboification? You want to be a is girl. Is that what this is? Oh! You want to be a bimbo. Oh! What in the fuck are you talking about? Is this the fucking Fimboy cult? No, but uh, this is this is literally from Friday. Oh, oh, we're already in the hypnosis porn, Josh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this story involves Michael Knowles. Do you know who that is? Uh, I don't. Off the top of my head. Although no. he's right, I do want to be a bimbo. <laughs> so Michael Knowles is up there with like Stephen Crowder, Ben Shapiro, oh, okay. Matt Walsh. Gotcha. Yeah, he's God. one of those. Mm-hmm. The, a, a, a man who is now one of my best friends named Scott, who is... Is he recovered? I, that is not my place. But I will say like he is... He has been... <sighs> It's fine. We we used to have much more difference in in ideology than we do now, I think, as we have both grown older. Sure. But we had a, a real argument about Ben Shapiro because I said that Ben Shapiro was an idiot and he did not agree with me. Oh, yeah, man. And not because he thought that Ben Shapiro was right, but his argument was Ben Shapiro is smart. For tricking so many people. And I said, no. No. Ben Shapiro is too stupid to change the book at all. It's the same book they've been using for 500 years. And it's he he 
he's too stupid to have learned anything different. Yeah. Like, he stopped learning at 10 when his parents ha- had ultimate authority over who was bad, and they were racist because that's when they stopped learning and their parents were racist, and so on. Yep. And, yeah, it's just he's too stupid to say anything original or new or uh-huh. intelligent. So he's not smart for tricking people. They're just dumber for the fact that they got tricked by an idiot. So, In my opinion. <laughs> so what this story is, is the, and I'm not saying this personally, uh-huh. the scourge. Anyway, fuck Ben Shapiro, pull up. The scourge on the world that is transgender women. Oh, goody. Is simply because of hypnosis porn. Jesus Christ. So Daily Wild host Michael Knowles said on Friday's Michael Knowles show that there is hypnosis porn out there that will turn cisgender men into transgender women if they watch it. Nope. Now Knowles Not said how it happens. Now Knowles said that he was afraid to even research this kind of porn while preparing his show. Because he didn't want to get hypnotized. Lest he be hypnotized and turn into a trans woman. Okay. So So then just watch the one that turns you back into a man then, bitch. What? <laughs> you stupid fuck? Like so let me get on your level for a minute here, guy. <laughs> like for real though, if there is the one that turns you into a transgender woman, there's one that turns you back. You want to be a man, don't you? You strong motherfucker. Like <laughs> obviously, f- idiot. Motherfucker is a is a category of porn, but still That's oh, fair. Sure. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most popular ones. One of the apparently. most, yeah. Um, so I that's know, not a good thing. No, it's not. It's super fucking weird and it's wrong. Fucking bad. Um, there is at least one person in our audience who heard me say, "Is this the Fimboy cult?" Very excitedly, and wants to hear more about that. That's since, me. Since I know, <laughs> since I know that this isn't that story now, let me clarify that because it sounds kind of similar. <clears throat> Is this the gay agenda? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, yay. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Damn uh, it. so there was on 4chan. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> on on 4chan. No, it's it's, it's an Fuck. agenda for sure. You said 4chan. Yeah, now everybody's sad. There one of the boards is like R- R- Robot 9000 or something like that. Whatever. It's it, it's neats. Shut-ins. Oh jeez! And uh, what not, is neat? Not, not quite, educated. Not not in education or not employed or seeking education or training. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, you ain't doing shit. Yeah. You're playing video games, watching anime, and reading manga. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing. Way Relatable. to call yourself out. Relatable. Yes, I know. And but this is for like borderline incel neats. And so this guy started getting in there. If you're borderline, please end up on the right side of the fucking border. Oh, for God's sake, please, please fall to the right side of that fence and let it be the right one. Um, he started going on this board and uh, telling all these like incel neat dudes, like, "Hey, don't you want to get laid? Just become a woman." <laughs> and so then he would like sometimes get people to entertain the idea and eventually would uh, blackmail them and be like, you have to transition or I'll release this. You you have to become a femboy or uh, I'll send this, this nude to your family. So and it got fucked up. 
So it got fucked up. Yeah, it turned like I was watching it like a 180 degrees. I was watching a YouTube documentary about it. And at first, I was like laughing. I was like, that is that's I was thinking hilarious. That's genius. That's hilarious. That's that's real shit to teach somebody who might be so suppressed because of their environment that right. they end up on an incel board. Uh huh. And then you get them to entertain, like, maybe I should become a woman. And they think about it, and they either say, no, I don't think so, or, yeah, actually, I think I, I think maybe I should explore that a little bit. Uh-huh. But then it got fucked up immediately. Then it, then it immediate. got immediately fucked up, yeah. And he was, like, trying to create himself a massive harem, basically. Jesus. So, it, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 became, it became a cult. Very minor internet Discord cult, but you know whatever. Fucking a. Yeah. So I thought this was that at first. Uh, but. So Noel said on his pod, uh, his show, I don't even want to look into it because I have been told, and there have been uh, I've read on different forums that the talk about this phenomenon that there is a kind of pornography that is apparently a driver of the transgender identity that is so perverse that it constitutes a kind of hypnosis where men will say, "I was a normal guy." I lived to be 41, 42, and I was basically normal, but then I fell into this kind of pornography, and it essentially melted my brain. I had a nervous breakdown, and now I think that I'm a woman. There's something to be said for porn addiction. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, but you're not going to suddenly decide that you don't want to be a a man anymore if if you've done a little soul-searching and come to the conclusion, no, yeah, it turns out I'm, I'm a guy. Yeah. yeah. Porn isn't going to change your mind. So Knowles then said that he would have to go to confession. Potentially my brain gets melted as potential consequences of watching this hypnosis Describing porn. Describing it as your brain getting melted is just quintessentially idiot man. Oh, yeah. Dumbass dude. So I fucking, I was a normal dude. <laughs> and then like, I uh-huh. started watching this porn. Yeah. Right. Dude. Uh-huh. And it fucking melted my brain, dude. It, it'll it'll fucking do that, dude. And I had like a breakdown, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. And now I kind of think I might be a woman. That's interesting. So let me ask you this. Have you ever done DMT? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I talked to the elves. I know some people say there's angels, but uh, it was definitely elves for me. But you got you got to do DMT and then get into a, 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 a sensory deprivation tank. You know, I've never done that's that. The only way to real, that's the only way that you really, truly experience what a DMT high is all about. You got to do that whole sensory deprivation. Because if you can't see, but you start to see, then you know that what, I know you, what see you mean, dude. is yeah, with your dude. third eye, which is opened up by the DMT, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. But. Word, dude. Knowles got national attention last month when he said transgenderism must be eradicated at the Conservative Political Action Conference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to distract this again. Um, I because of that voice that we just did, I just remember um, a reel that I saw the other day. And yes, I'll say reel because fucking I don't know. They're all called that now. I think I don't even know. But um, the fucking. If they're it's, on TikTok, they're TikToks. If they're anywhere else, they're Reels. Yeah. Sure. Because everywhere else e- is owned by Meta. Even on yep. TikTok, they're called like TikTok Reels. Oh, are they? I think. No, they're stories. Are they stories? Yeah, stories? Okay, whatever. Who gives a shit? So I saw a video the other day in the new format that we all like. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, 
And it was just this guy, and he was laying in his bed, you know, doing one of them, I've got my earphones in, I'm just like you videos. Uh Uh-huh. But he said, "Uh, I've never been to jail, dude. I know. (laughs) Yeah, he's so fucking funny. He's like, I've never been to jail, dude. Hear me out. But but one time, I was hitting a shorty from the back, dude, and she started, (laughs) no joke, dude, freestyle rapping, dude. So I've never been to jail. But, like, I know what it's like to be behind bars, dude. <laughs> I was like, Shit. damn. Shit. Oh, it was so fucking funny. So, um, so, yeah, his comments were widely criticized as supporting genocide. Yes, that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, although he says no. He was talking about the concept of transgender. That no. idea needs to be a ret- Not no. the people. They just need to be re. Yeah, that's re-assigned. a cool back puddle. Yeah, back pedal. Very that's compelling. Like the Please face the wall. That's like the motherfucker that was like, he was asked like, "What do you think about there being this? However many homeless people in the world?" And he was like, "Or people living in poverty." And he was like, "Oh, that's fantastic because now everybody's motivated to be to aim towards the one percent." And I was like, "Are you what? Mm-hmm. What?" How do you, like, that's how they do it, by the way, is they just say crazy shit and they look at you and they just are like, yeah, that's what I really feel. Oh, also, I, I keep forgetting to do this at the beginning. Uh, I'm an this, inhuman monster. This article is from LBGTQ Nation. Okay. So several weeks after that statement about eradicating transgenderism, an old film from when Knowles was trying and failing to get an acting career garnered attention online. In the film, Knowles plays a bisexual college student complete with a sex scene with another male actor. Ha! But now he's hosting a radio show with guest Genevieve Gluck of the anti-transgender Redux magazine who explained more about hypnosis porn. Genevieve Gluck. Gluck. <laughs> G-L-U-C-K. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have no comment. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> 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 gluck gluck on these nuts, bitch. <laughs> she states, and I'm surprised that there's actually just a magazine out there that is anti transgender. What? Somebody just completely makes a magazine just for transgender people. You're surprised, really? Yes, I'm old. I guess. Yeah, I, I still have hope in the world at some point. Damn. I grew up on Spielberg movies. I, I always Fuck have like a hopeful outcome. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> so Man, she, I... She stated on the show that there are many types of pornography that are sort of involved with the transgender movement. I just want to point out that if she says she's never seen it either, never listen to somebody who has never seen the thing. Ever. Wait a minute, then stop listening, because I've never seen hypnosis porn. Well, yes, but you're reading an article. Oh, yeah, okay. but you're reading the article about these idiots who think okay. hypnosis yeah, porn exactly. can work. By somebody named Genevieve Gluck. Yeah. Do you know her middle initial is B? No. Genevieve B. Gluckin' on that girl dick. Yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> but hypnosis pornography is a little bit different in that it incorporates your lifestyle. So typically, I, the, the phrase "girl dick" is amazing. To me. Isn't it? I <laughs> yeah. love it. Yeah. So typically, when <laughs> it we just think rolls of, off the tongue. It was. It was awesome. <sighs> so she says, typically, when we think of pornography, we think of it as something that is passive that you're quote you're sort of watching, but this type 
it asks you to sort of change your behavior, change the way you dress, even to start taking hormones. She then said that she has been mocked for saying that trans people have been hypnotized into believing that they are trans. As she should be. But that they didn't they didn't stop her. I recall saying gluck luck on these nuts, bitch, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. But that didn't stop her from wa- uh, warning the anti-choice right-wing pundit about it. And it's something called sissy hypno, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. What? So... So she, she says that's short for sissification hypnosis pornography. <laughs> I'm opening an incognito browser right now. Fuck incognito. I'm going to put that bitch on my main feed. <laughs> uh, she says, and you know, uh, I myself, I have personally been somewhat mocked for the suggestion that this is having a powerful oh impact on men. However, trans activists themselves will say things yeah, like Yeah, it's having a powerful it. impact on one very specific subset of men. <laughs> like, it's, like, really specific. And it's for them, and you should fuck off, is the thing. <laughs> so, um, she says and that trans activists themselves will say things like it influenced them. Now, Gluck said that hypnosis porn contains repeated mantras. <laughs> now, Gluck! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, shit. Fuck anybody. Well, you're not going to hear this beforehand. I was about to say, anybody that listens to the live stream, I want to know how many times Ruben says gluck gluck on these nuts. So many times. (laughs) I've decided that the next time somebody fucking messages me. I I found things I'm not going to open. So there I'm actually gonna, is something called sissification. Oh hypno? yeah, dude, no. So ev- every like, so I searched, oh, uh, I searched sissy hypnosis porn, yeah. and a bunch of xnxx.com videos popped up. A bunch of xnxx like, is where you go for the shadiest porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's like a whole thing popped up that was like find videos tagged hypnosis on pornhub.com, and. Yeah, so it's apparently I'm it's, a, click on it's a full on category. I want to see. I want to know. It's, so, I am going to maybe do that later for, we'll call it private research. Some people are blessed with curiosity. I am cursed with it. Oh, I know. So like, she says that hypnosis I, porn. I do want to say, uh, it. somebody messaged me in C, for, in on Xbox uh-huh. when we were playing Sea of Thieves, and we we've been grinding to get me to Merchant. 50 so that i can hit pirate legend chased us for 20 minutes while we were trying to turn in our loot yeah and he he chased us in a galleon against the wind which if you know anything about even real sailing you should know to give up and um and i fucking nuked their boat yeah he seemed to not notice they may have sunk later um um but anyway the the motherfucker messaged us and at one point he said, uh, oh, he just sent me the emo, emote, the emoji of a bunch of cats yeah. calling me a pussy. And I was like, hey, Josh, I think this guy just called me a pussy. And he was like, did he say pussy, though? Did he call you one, really? And I was like, no, no, no. He sent me the, the emoji. And Josh was like, damn. <laughs> and uh, that, That's because if you're, if you're in online games at all, especially, I don't know if it works on like other platforms, but if somebody says a bad word to you in a message at all and you feel so inclined, you can report that and it will get them automatically 
communication band like wow. right off the bat yeah don't don't even say damn that was fucking cool to somebody in an xbox message because if they feel like it just the fact that you said fucking can get you immediately 48 hours not allowed to speak type anything on any online games damn um so the so i don't even remember what i sent back but it was some nonsense about thank you for noticing um <laughs> And he he was just so salty that he couldn't catch us. He sent us both voice messages. So and we, then we went and tried to fight him after we turned in our loot, and yeah. he ran away. So, yeah. So <laughs> he tried, he, they ran away after we turned in our loot, and they had just sunk a skeleton ship, which I wish we could have found that shit again, man. That would have been so good. But so they ran away. So I messaged him. I just said, I thought you wanted to smoke. And he said, he sent us vo- voice messages. He sent message. us both voice messages. <laughs> and he was like, You ran away for 20 minutes. I don't want to hear it. Now that you turned in your loot, you want to be all big and bad, you mama's boy. So I just sent him the laughing emoji with the tears in its eyes and blocked him. It was <laughs> maybe the best thing. And I told Josh, I said, the next time somebody messaged me salty like that, I'm going to just call him a grumpus. <laughs> so that's what I want to get into. Like, I want to just, I want to call somebody a grumpy Gus or something. Like, just to really fuck with them. A grumpy Gluck, maybe? That's what I was getting at, Don. <laughs> so Gluck says that hypnosis porn contains repeated mantras, counting down, and probably some of the worst, most regressive stereotypes about women that you could possibly imagine. She said that hypnosis. Oh, she's a turf, huh? Or she's pretending to be one. Yeah. Yeah. So she said that hypnosis porn has a narrator who tells people, "You're a dumb bimbo slut. You want to be a girl. You want to be a bimbo. You know, just like that sort of terrible, insulting, and degrading terminology and language. Hearing this makes men believe they are women somehow. So here's the thing: is that the end of the article? That's the end of the article. Thank fuck. Yeah, I didn't um, want to hear anymore. Here's the thing, though. There is, I, I, I do not talk to her often, but I do have a friend who enjoys being degraded, which is a specific BDSM. Yeah, that's one. a kink. That's a kink, or a fetish, depending. And the thing is, is that she only likes being degraded by people whom she knows. Don't believe those things about her. Yeah. And that's kind of, it's consent is what I'm talking about, I think. Yeah. Consent is what it's called now. The thing um, that most conservatives can't wrap their they fucking brains it. around. But, and this is specific, a specific version of that where it is porn. So there are obviously controversies and really bad shit that happens about and around porn. Oh, sure. But... For the most part, if you're going through a reputable source, that's consenting adults filming consensual adult content. Yep. Which means if you do not like being degraded or told that you want to be a bimbo slut, don't watch that fucking video. It's not for you. Go watch the one that they tell you you're a queen or a king, <laughs> and then they and then they have an orgy that's all about you. Like, go do that one instead, or find some other thing that you like. Just with the subject matter, I feel obligated to say the most ethical way to consume pornography in 2023 is to uh, pay a content creator, personally. Like an OnlyFans? Yeah. So the thing is, is that um, that's not actually true. 
because OnlyFans is an incredibly exploitative website. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not no, no, no. because so of the website I, even. You you say like OnlyFans, like like OnlyFans. Like but... if it's a person that you know is a real person who's doing it on purpose. Yeah. Not being forced into it. Like that's the one you can follow. And that's it. But really. Pornhub is absolutely full of exploitation. Every website that you do not have to pay for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Get it, you know? Sorry. But it's just, it's not for you then. Don't watch it. That's how consent works. They yeah. put the video out there and they said, you can watch it if you want, which is how everything works. Everything. Every YouTube video, all of it. Like, And it's not like this shit is new. Even back in my day. Tell the algorithm you hate the video so it won't show you it anymore. Or just watch it in an incognito browser so you have no algorithm for it. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, or longer than that, I guess 20... In the 90s. Uh Uh-huh. There were... In the 90s. There was, you know, um, dominatrix porn and femdom porn and... You know, porn where women would step on a man's testicles. There are guys who like that, but it doesn't mean they're going to turn into a fucking trans woman. Yeah. It just means you like being called a little bitch. It's just a degradation kink. Exactly. So in other words, calm the fuck down. 100%. We're applying too much logic to conservative talking Mm -hmm. points. Me no like word like sissy. Yeah, that's Uh what it comes down to. But yeah, every trans woman out there was once a man's man who... Was hypnotized by porn. Porn, yeah. Whatever. Jesus. It's just another fucking war on anything. As long as it's not pointing the fingers at them. So, I figured you guys would enjoy that story. Like I said... Yeah, I wish we'd ended on the chainsaw now, though. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Why? We pick wrong every time. Every time. I don't understand. Keep letting us pick. Yeah. Why? Why? Why is the chainsaw better? Because than... now I'm because mad. the chainsaw increased survivability, and this one increased in bigotry. Like, yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> now we have to go do extra mischief now, Good. or we have done extra mischief now because of the time slip. Have you given them a time that you're going to record on Facebook? Have to do that. This we're all. that we're going to go. No, I didn't give a time. Um, I'll. Post on Facebook and in the Discord, which is where I said I would do it. So, Well, all right then. So on that note, we are going to wrap up this week. Ruben um, has to get home. I've got to eat and poop. And, yep. And thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you don't watch something that, you know, will make you go glug glug. Anyways, or gluck cluck. What was it? Cluck glug gluck. I can't say it now. Gluck. Gluck gluck. There you go. <laughs> That's a new T-shirt. Seriously, just a T-shirt that just says "Gluck Gluck." Oh, that exists. Oh, it does. Oh, oh sure. yeah. 100%. Oh, god. Even if it's homemade, Search and it only right one now, person no, owns but... it. It's real. Uh huh. Somebody made a joke about it on Twitter with MS Paint, and somebody made that shirt thirty seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so that wraps up this week. Uh, be sure to check out our episode the um, on Sunday, which is. Uh, the West Memphis Three it's continues. Satanic Panic Part Seventeen. Part uh, Seventeen. Part uh, Seventeen. No, the West Memphis Three. Episode, part. I'm sorry. Episode Fifty-Seven. Satanic Panic Part Seventeen. West Memphis Three. Part Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually Part 
two part of part it's, two. It's, yes, it's part two. Two part two. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we get out of this. Me either. <laughs> it's, so it's so convoluted. <laughs> we are so many towns, layers of two towns deep. Uh, we're like, like we're like. Thank you for joining us on 64 towns to the power of 69. I was going to say, over. we're like two to the two to the two to the two towns over now. <laughs> like, I can't wait until we get to that point where it's like episode blah, blah, blah. And it's just one thing. Yep. Uh-huh. Cavemen. Or- it's right, right now, it's like an equation. It's like, welcome to open parentheses to <laughs> close parentheses <laughs> squared times ah, x equals y times <laughs> over. We're We've come the a long square way. root of two towns over or some We've shit. We've come a long way where I thought the, the satanic panic was literally going to be three episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was just going to be the Salem Witch Trials, the West Memphis Three, and QAnon. That was it. Uh-huh. You... Should have known better even then. I know. <laughs> I know. And I like that you kept you kept every time you would talk about it, you would go like, it's going to be like, I don't know, three to five. Uh, it's next time. It'd be, it'd be like five to eight episodes. And you would be like, it'll take a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And then it, then it became, look, we'll it's, just, we'll be done when we're done. Right. Because literally we're about to have spent almost half the year on yeah. Satanic, Satanic Panic. Satanic Panic. Yep. And we still have some to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and another major deep dive with uh, West uh, the McMartin, McMartin Preschool. Because yep. the other ones are going to be shorter episodes. I yeah. Think. yeah, back yeah. to our old school ways. Yep. Yeah, I will probably write a very short script for the hypnosis one, and then talk about it quite extensively. Yeah, because that's how I do it. Yeah. So that about wraps it up. Uh, we will talk to you guys next time. So, fuck cancer. Fuck Fuck cancer. And we will see you later. Thank you for coming to our uh, imaginary town. Goodbye. Bye.